I'm Charlie Hipwood, CEO of Mass Ventures. And I'm Stacy Swider, an investor at Mass Ventures. And we welcome you to the Fundable Founder, where we'll be exploring relevant topics for technology entrepreneurs to help them succeed in raising capital and in growing their businesses. As a founder who started and ran three companies, I didn't know what I didn't know when I first set out. <laughs> but you eventually figured things out, right? For the most part, through trial and error and mentorship. But now as a VC, I'm frequently advising entrepreneurs on the same topics. So Stacy and I are here to share that earned wisdom with you, along with the experts that we interview on a variety of subjects. We are. The roadmap to a successful startup is at your fingertips. So turn up the volume and grab the keys to success for your fundable founder journey. Hi, welcome back. This is Stacy with Mass Ventures. And today I am joined by Meg Wilcox. Meg is a journalist and she also has a background in marketing and communications. We're going to talk today a bit about doing press releases and having relationships with the press. But first, Meg, why don't you just introduce yourself? Sure. Yeah. Hi, um, I'm Meg Wilcox. And yes, I work as a science journalist primarily. I love to write about science and innovation and environmental health and food and agriculture. And I also have worked in the past as uh, communications and marketing. And That's great. Yeah. So you really understand the other side of the coin when, when people are inventing things, starting a company, you know, it's heads down, but then you need to get your, your word out there. And one thing I used to do is write little press releases that I could then um, put on the website right, in the news section. Mm -hmm. Can you share some good tips about writing something really inexpensive a startup can do on their own? Can you sure. share some tips, yeah. Yeah, and that's right, just Stacey, you made a good point. I, I've had a foot in both worlds, so that's very helpful. <laughs> um, sure, when you wanna write a press release, first of all, I'd say that there are lots of online sources that you can go to, so you can learn about the format. There's one particular website I found that I really liked, it's called uh, fit small, fitsmallbusinessgut.com. So that's one I would refer you to. But basically, you know, the, kind of the, what you want to do is you want to have a catchy headline, something short that's going to draw attention, but you also want it to be straightforward so that people know what you're talking about. You want to keep it super short. And your first paragraph, it's called the lead paragraph. That's something where you want to get to the who, what, where, and if you can, the why, although the why could come in with the second graph paragraph. And that's basically explaining, you know, why your, your announcement is important, why people should care. Um, and I'll get back to that later about why you wanna have that why in there. But other things you wanna have, you wanna have a quote from someone in your company, um, a quote from somebody outside also, cause that lends you credibility. Well, in a company, sometimes a startup maybe has done a pilot with a customer. You get a quote yes. from that customer. Yes. Um, you want to include a link to your company website as well. And then just kind of basic boilerplate information about your company. But the key is to just be, you know, use straightforward language, but also use language that will be compelling to a reader. Um, and I mean, there's a lot more I could say about it, but you also want to follow AP format, which is something reporters are familiar with. It that's all helps you give you credibility. When okay, so you can look up how to follow AP format. And what was the name of that website again? Yes, it is called fitsmallbusiness.com, F-I-T smallbusiness.com. 
Okay. Fitsmallbusiness.com. <laughs> Love it. Love it. There's so many resources online. So now you, you're, you, you've written a couple of press releases. You've done this for, you know, in the hundreds of dollars on your own, you're keeping your website nice and juicy or um, getting out there, but how do you get more out there a step beyond these little mm. homebrew things? Right. Yeah. Um, one of the key things you can do is you can do your own thought leadership, whether that's in an opinion piece or blogging. Um, that's a great way to get your story out. The thing that you need to keep in mind is it can't be too self-promotional. Uh -huh. So you can't just write all about, you know, your great business and what you're doing. Um, you need to kind of put it in a broader context that gets to the why that I mentioned earlier with, with a press release. You know, you want to explain why people should care. You know, why is this an important issue that, you know, readers want to read about? And so like whether you can include statistics or background research, anything that helps you tell your story, that's really important when you do- Societal opinion. trends or- Yes. Yeah. Yeah, societal trends. trends, exactly. Yeah. And they're yeah. also, you know, they're great um, online resources as well, including at that website I mentioned for how do you write an opinion piece? Because there's also a very distinct style. It's different than a press release. An opinion piece, you want to kind of come out strong with, uh, with a statement about something. So it's a very different kind of writing. And this will be submitted more to an industry publication, right? It's very hard to get into general press, but you maybe start with an industry publication. Can you just do right. them directly or... Yeah, you'll find that industry publications are much more hungry for that kind of content than say like the Boston Globe which is very, very hard to get into. <laughs> they only take a few op-eds and so you've got to really craft a great, a great piece for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how do you know when you're ready for that type of press? Like maybe when you really need a PR person, some media relations? Yeah, well, that gets to this whole issue of newsworthy, what we talk about in PR, which is, is it newsworthy? It's also something that you wanna keep in mind when you do a, a press release as well. Um, and it's something that's newsworthy. It's something that, you know, it's timely, that it has significance, um, you know, for, with current trends, um, it's cutting edge, you know, it's innovative. Um, or say you have a big, uh, you know, Fortune 500 company that's become one of your customers. All of those kinds of things will make your announcement be more newsworthy. Or if you yeah. do like a big, you closed a big fundraising round. Big yes. Series. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Or we big took 200 million in and this is what we expect to grow to. Mm -hmm. that that's right. Yeah. Because you could have a great innovation and it could be really interesting to um, reporters or for an opinion piece. But um, if you don't have potential for scale or if it's not quite obvious that you have potential to grow and scale, it might, it might not get picked up. Yeah. And I recently saw an article, I think today or yesterday about a, a startup in Boston, but it was extremely, extremely timely um, about, you know, wastewater testing and things like that. So um, I get that. So for getting these pieces placed, though, you, you should have a PR person. And, and like, what do those people do? What is yeah, media right. relations? <laughs> what is media relations? Like? <laughs> Yeah, we could talk for hours about media relations because there's, there's a lot to it. But, um, you know, in general, I would just say that it, it starts with targeting. First, you need to find out um, who are the reporters or the publications that are going to care about your company and what you're doing. Um, and some of that might be 
kind of obvious, like in the Massachusetts area, it'd be Boston O or the BBJ or the Boston Globe Innovation Beat. Um, but there are so many other um, publications that could be interested in your work. So you need to find out who those publications and who those particular reporters are. Um, and that, that can take a lot of work. <laughs> there are media databases that um, cost a lot of money that help you target, you know, help you find who those reporters are and very importantly, get their contact info. Um, that's one reason why you might want to use a PR firm, because they do all that heavy lifting for you. Um, they have those media databases. Um, they can easily put those lists together. And often they already have connections with some of the journalists that you're trying to reach. Uh, um, yes. Yes. Oh. oh, go ahead. They, they have those relationships, or at least they can start building them. They can start, because that's a big thing, you know, with um, when you want to get your story in the news, just putting out a press release is, is not the easiest way to do that. You need to build that relationship with a reporter or a publication so they know that you're a credible source. And so, you know, that can start with just a kind of a friendly email, you know, hey, you know, here's what we're doing. I thought you might be interested. It helps if you show that you've done some research and you know why that reporter might be interested and you, you include that in your note. And you just send them a really, you know, short note and suggest that maybe you you meet up for a coffee, a virtual coffee, or you know, actually a real in-person coffee, and tell them a little bit about your company. Try to get them interested. Um, that's a lot of what PR people do in media relationships. They're out there schmoozing all the time, um, so that when you do have news, they'll know who you are, because you know they might not write about you right away when you reach out to them, or you have a PR firm reach out to them. But it, once you get on their radar screen, and they you know they can put a a, a name a face to a name that when you're ready to, to uh, give them some news, they might be more likely to write about you. Yes, because then they feel like they have the inside track to the scoop. Yes, well, that's the other thing. That's right. Reporters like to be treated very specially. <laughs> Everybody does. <laughs> Everybody does, but especially the, you know, the, the, the bigger publications, they want to get the scoop. They, they want to beat out their competitors, you know, and uh, they want to get the story first. That's right. Excellent. Excellent. So um, how do you find a really good PR person then? So, you, you know, a smaller firm is just going to hire someone part-time, right? Or it's like a right. consultant or? Yeah, I think it's really a good idea to ask around, ask your peers. Um, mm -hmm. If you know another company that's that seems to be doing a really good job with their PR, their marketing, you might want to ask them, hey, who are you using? Because you definitely want to find a PR firm that's a good fit for you. Um, you know, there are some that actually specialize in startup companies ah. uh, that would be a better fit. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's so many of them out there. So you just want to make sure that you're finding a good fit for you. Um, and you want to ask them, like, who's actually going to be doing the work? Because hmm. there is a little bit of bait and switch with some of the bigger firms where you might meet someone great who you really think, wow, they're going to do a good job for me. But then, like all big firms, they pass the work down to, someone lower down on the totem pole who might not be as knowledgeable or, or care as much about what you're doing. So you want to ask them like, who's actually going to be doing the work for me? Excellent. Well, this has been great advice, Meg, you know, going over just some basics about how to do some press releases for low cost on your own, all the way to, you know, what are media relations, which is basically, I guess, just relationships, period. It's not that different than customers. <laughs> you just want to be... Um, building building relationships all the time. Meg, thank you so much for those thoughts. That was really helpful. Do you have any final thoughts for people? 
I do. One thing I forgot to mention is it's really helpful and really important to have a newsroom or a news link on your website. And ideally, you'd have a contact person there, like who's the best person to get a hold of if a reporter does want to reach out to you and has a question. You can include any links to your press releases that you have there. Um, you know, if you're doing blogging, you could put that up there as well. The other thing that's really helpful is if you have any photos or any video clips that you're willing to share with a reporter or a publication, um, if you put those on the news site and you put them on there as downloadable assets and you indicate like you title it down, these things are shared. Yes. You just say, that? you know, these are downloadable for the media. Here's the credit, you know, here's who you credit it. I mean, that's particularly helpful if you put out a news release on something and, and you link those images in the news release, because mm -hmm. a lot of times a publication, you know, they might just print your news release, just, you know, an online site might do that, but you might actually get a little story, like a little mini story or a paragraph, if you have a good image that goes along with it, because that's something publications always look for. So that's another tip. That is a very good tip. Well, thank you for that. Oh, thank and you. one last thing <laughs> is um, if you do get, you know, if a reporter does contact you, you have to get back right away. And I know oh. that can be really hard when you're a small shop, but um, you do have to get back right away because they, they will often move on to the next story or the next contact. Like within the hour, right? Because it's the news. Yes, exactly. Oh, wow. Not the week. Not even the day, the hour. Not the week, definitely not the week. <laughs> <laughs> they've, they've moved on. Okay, that is very good advice. Thank you again so much. Okay, all right. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Fundable Founder please go to our website at mass-ventures.com for more information on Mass Ventures and where you can also find other episodes just like this.